Welcome to season two of Motivate Me, a show where we interview people who have incorporated a passion into their lives in order to inspire you, my fellow motivators, to do the same. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, yesterday you met my new friend, Diane Myers, and you know what? It was a very deep conversation because Diane is somebody who's been struggling since last November with um, cancer, and I'm sitting right here right now with her husband, and we're just sitting on the back porch that he built. It's screened in, and um, so first of all, I just want to welcome David Myers to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I want to tell you that David Myers is very funny, and one of the things he uses humor for is to mask the seriousness of some of the situations going on in his life, and we're just sitting out here, and we're doing two things, which is really crazy, okay? We are, a a storm just passed through. It was not as as, uh, crazy of a storm as everybody was kind of hoping for to sit on the back porch and thunder, lightning, all that craziness, but it was a nice rainstorm. I enjoyed it. Um, So we were talking. And we're talking about the fact that David is actually extremely creative. Tell everybody the types of things that you have created. Now, I know aviation is your trade, but outside of that, you do some really cool things. I do a little bit of everything. I do a little bit of everything. I've created cowboy boot purses. Which I'm going to tell you, there's one in my suitcase. It was the Harley one. I had to take it. You told me last night I could. Take the Harley one. That That is the most popular one right there. Uh, And that was simply out of necessity. Diane came in and says, I've got a pair of cowboy boots. Um, I don't want to throw them out. So can you do something with them? I'm like, hell yes, I can do something with them. How about a purse? So how about a purse? You know, we should really get everybody to send any cowboy boots they don't want to you. You can email me at Lynette at MotivateMePodcast.com if you would like to donate used cowboy boots to the cause of the Myers family. I will take them. I will take them and I will make them. <laughs> but for the for the men, I do beer bottle holsters out of cowboy boots. Now those are pretty damn cool. Okay, that's serious. That's serious. That is. Well, you're damn right. That's serious. But, Drinking beer is a serious business. Well, then I can I can put my beer down and I can stick it in there and I I don't have to worry about my hands now. While you're making purses. While yeah. <laughs> Why I'm, while I'm making the purses, exactly. Tell everybody what other kinds of things that you create. Because one of the things you do is you find something that's interesting. You now, you move into it. You create those types of things and then move on to something else. But you've done some really neat things. Well, I, I have. But I've been, I've been teaching for 18 years. And I do not believe in education. I think the only way to learn something is actually to do it. Well, and you teach aviation, so are you saying the only way to learn how to fly is to fly? Fly, exactly. You know, I just flew the other day. There's only, there's only two possible outcomes. <laughs> one is a good one, one is not. Fly. <laughs> but, but yes, but that's the only way, that's the only way to do it. Um, work on it, get your hands in it, and do it. Uh, everything I do out here, I, I don't have a background. I don't 
you know, I didn't go to a class in order to learn how to sew. I grabbed a sewing machine and I sewed. I, I grabbed the leather kit that I have and I looked at the picture and I started making it. And I did this beautiful Texas rose leather, no experience whatsoever. And I, I worked on it for six straight hours and then I moved on to the next thing. And I don't think I touched the, the leather tools again. Talk about the piano bar. Oh, the piano bar. That, uh, unfortunately, a lot of things that I, I do, I do believe they're alcohol related. Um, you got to have a hobby. That's, that's all it is. My son said, wouldn't it be cool if we had a piano and we would turn it into a desk? So it started out as a desk. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Piano bar, piano desk. Yes. Well, it started out as a desk. But once we started looking at it, it's like, this would be so much nicer as a bar. So I took a 1,000-pound a piano, and we went out uh, to Greensboro, and we loaded it in the back of the truck. And then the second time when we put it in the back of the truck, it actually stayed in the truck this time. <laughs> but it is a piano. And I started tearing it apart. Um, and then turn the whole thing into a piano. It's full hinged. It, it opens up in the front. Once again, no experience whatsoever. Let's just, let's just do it and see what happens. You know, I got my husband a piano, used piano for Christmas because that was on his vision board, a piano. To, and he said he was going to start to learn how to play the piano while I was out here on the road. If I go home and he didn't learn anything new on his piano, I am going to fly you to New Jersey to turn it into a bar because then I think he would use it more. Well, this is about a six-month project right here. Let's do it little at a time and let's let's work on it. But why not? Maybe I'll have to send it down to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shipping. Shipping is good. A piano, wonderful. I'll drive it down. I, I mean, we're probably going to hit 20,000 miles on this trip. So what's another thousand? Yeah, I just got my truck inspected, and I blew a shock in the back and uh, almost the rear axle uh, by putting a piano in, in the truck. Yes. Yes. Okay, so it's my face or eyebrows pounds. wide open. It's a 1,000-pound piano. But once again, it's just doing whatever I want to do. I can drive 1,000 pounds. I can drive 1,000 miles. Uh it's nice, but when you make a turn in a low-riding truck like this, the one tire wasn't touching the ground anymore, you can't turn. So I, I've decided uh, I'm going to do kids' pianos from this point on, and it's all going to be small stuff. I'm not going to do anything that I can't pick up. That's great. That's great. And speaking of, you just had back surgery, right? Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, lower lumbar um, L4, L5, I had a sciatic, a sciatic nerve that was pinched. Uh, a lot of it was getting Diane in and out of her wheelchair, getting her in the house and everything that just, it took a toll and that's what happened. So I am now, uh, three weeks on recovery. I've got another, uh, five weeks to go, um, before I'm fully recovered. So I'm sitting in the house. But the positive is that you're already feeling better, right? Oh, yeah. I was feeling better the day of the surgery. Um, a lot of the drugs involved, but I was feeling better the day of the surgery. Uh, so I knew what they did worked. And now it's just a matter of not messing it up, and, and I'm okay with it. 
I think that is so awesome. And, you know, just so my audience knows, because here, here's the reality, David. The reality is that so many families are going through difficult times, right? And I'm out here talking to people about enriching their lives. And I know that it's not always possible for people to do it right now this second, which right. is one of the reasons why I feel my show is so important because I feel like people can listen to my guests as many episodes as they want and when it's time for them, when they are ready, then they can start to implement some of the things and they can hear other, other families and what they're going through. You guys have been going through an extremely difficult, difficult time. I mean, you know, Diane had serious, serious surgery. I mean, oh, yeah. scared for her yes. life. Oh, yes. And, and once again, it's back, it's back down to me doing whatever I want to do. Um, I think I'm one tweak away from being a doctor at this point. I do her injections uh, when she's on chemo. Uh, I, I take care of her injection site. Um, I've, I know her medications. Uh, anything, that, anything that pops up. I've even had to inject her by putting it, putting it back in. And it's not one of those things that I was gonna say, I'm not qualified for this. You're, you're qualified for whatever you want to do, and that's it. Just because I didn't go to a class, just because I didn't have formal training, doesn't mean I can't do it. How is it for you right now? It's fine. <laughs> that's it's fine. with the big smile. It's fine. It's going to work out, and it's going. It has to work out. Um, I, it's it's fine. I can only get so worried about things that are out of my control, so I'm going to go with it's fine. And sometimes that's all you have to go with. Sometimes you know, you, I can't give a better answer than that um, without you know, running around hell's half acre to determine you know, every little scenario and, and possible outcome. It's, it's going to be fine. You know, I know one of the things you and I were talking about before we started the interview is how sometimes we have to emotionally detach from situations in order to handle them. Do you think that your passion to create things and get creative has has helped you on that front? Yes, until I have to sell my items. You know, I got some uh, saddle bar stools that I, I have made and... They're the hardest to get rid of, but how many stools can we actually have in the house? How many saddles can you actually have? So it's an emotional detachment that, yes, you eventually have to have when you're, you're getting rid of the stuff. Um, it's an emotional detachment that you have to have when you're caring for somebody. Is it harder because those things that you've made during this time also remind you of what you're going through at this time, or do you not have that connection? No, every, everything that I do is therapy. Um, drinking a beer, that's therapy. I'm gonna go with that. Uh, working on things. Diane was in, in uh, the hospital, uh, and it was right after that I make Christmas wreaths, uh, of course, with everything else that I make. Um, and it was therapy, and I have some Minnesota Vikings fans and what I did is I, I found a, uh, a small child's football helmet, 
um, painted it purple, of course, made a goalpost out of pine cones, spray painted it gold, of course, and that was their wreath. And it took me four or five days in order to do it and um, paint it. Uh, and when I was done, I, I gave it to him as a gift. That was it. So everything that I do is therapy. Um, working on little things, little doodads, working on a wheelchair ramp for the house. It's all crafts, it's all therapy. No, I really love talking to, and I hope everybody can hear this amazing thunder happening right now. It's so dramatic. It's just adding to the drama for you. It's all in the voice. <laughs> but I, I hope everybody um, thinks it's really cool to, to hear a guy talking about being crafty because I don't know how many men actually allow themselves to embrace that. I think sometimes it's so stereotypical female. Uh, well, just because I have a sewing machine doesn't make me any less of a man. <laughs> and you're making purses, but it's fine. I, 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 well, but it's leather. fine. But it's leather. It's leather right there. <laughs> and I got needles and I've got tools. So it's it's above the level of just, you know, knitting a, well, I could do that too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's above the level. I'm going to go with that. Go with that. But I'm going to say that, you know, we've been in your house two days now and I have felt a couple different things. The first thing that I felt immediately was the coziness and the positive energy that is actually in your home. Yeah. Well, we're not going to get worried about it. We're not going to be negative about it. We're not going to stomp our foot and ask why is this happening to us? It's happening. And also there's a lot of laughter. Well, hell, that's half, that's half the uh, battle. If you can laugh about it and you can crack jokes about it um every once in a while she'll tick me off and i'll jam one of her uh wheels in her wheelchair who pisses her off because she can't get that broomstick out of the out of the wheel we laugh about it we have to laugh about it um tired of crying it's also it's also the second feeling i feel is i feel a huge sense of helplessness like even for myself I want to be able to help you guys more and I can feel your helplessness and I can feel her helplessness in the fact that like you said you guys don't have any other choice but to be dealing right. with this right well that's it and we don't know I don't know what anybody else could do I mean it's one of those things we're just we're just gonna do what we're doing and and keep doing it um, and we'll get by day by day. We're on uh, season three of House of Cards. We're on season four of House. Um, who, who Diane says you look so much like, and, and I have to agree with her on this. I do oh, have yeah. to agree. Oh yeah, when I, when I grow out the beard just a little bit and nice gray hair, yes, yes, look just like, uh, look, look just like uh, Gregory House. Um, but that's what we're doing, you know, and that's what we're doing. And that's kind of how we're just getting through our day to day. Listen, you know, most guys you included aren't the type of people to sometimes sit down and open up about this real stuff that we've been talking about. And I just love how transparent and honest you are. And I appreciate it so much. And I'm so, so happy for Diane that she has somebody who loves her so much. You guys have been together 
almost as long as my husband and I, like 27 years. 20, 26, yeah, 26 years. Don't tell her I hesitated. 20, about 26 years or so. And when we hit our, our 25th, we both forgot that it was 25th. She thought it was 24. Um, I thought it was 26. Uh, so we kind of went through it. And it wasn't until uh, two months or so later that we realized, hey, we just missed our 25th. And then for her hour, I guess it would be hours, 26, she was in the hospital. So we're going to celebrate our 27th next November and we're going to celebrate it as a 25th so we can say that it's something special and then we'll celebrate again for our 27th. Well, I think it's going to be special anyway with everything you guys have going on. Oh, yeah, because we'll, we'll either be dead or we'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. We'll be fine. You know, and what's funny is we realized my birthday is April 20th. You're April 21st. 21st. What is your anniversary? Uh, November, November 17th. Because mine is November 28th. Oh, I should have asked you first. November 17th. No, it's the 16th. Wait a minute. No, 17th. We're going to go with 17th. November 17th. Thank you so much. And you know what? Before I go, can you do me a favor? Uh-huh. Can you give advice to anybody else who is starting out on a journey similar to yours? One that, that is a husband, wife, caretaker situation. I'm going to go back to, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to me being crafty. You're not going to know it until you do it. And that's what you have to do is you just have to do it. So any advice is, you know, don't deny what is going on. Don't question what is going on. Question the doctors, question the nurses, but don't question what is going on. Um, accept it and move on. And that's all you have to do. You'll learn as you go through it. Uh, and it's not going to be some formal class. It's going to be what information do you pick up at that time? Thank you so much. Seriously, I'm so glad I got to meet you. I really am, David. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Now I'm going to go um, do something mean in your house when, oh, okay. you're, when you're not looking. I might, um, well, I already stole one of your purses, so I guess, I guess I have to look for the beer. Hide the beer. That's what I'm going to do. Have a beer. Oh, my God. Hide the beer. Well, hide the beer. You're not going to hide my beer. See? Oh, now I got to him. No, hell no. No, I was going to say, get a beer, and while you're up, why don't you get me one, too? <laughs> That's it, everybody. Ah, please know that, you know, when times are tough, humor is huge. And um, therapy, whether it's creative or carbonated. <laughs> that, that would be acceptable. That would be fine. Okay, that's fine. Bye, everybody. Visit our website, MotivateMePodcast.com for links to all of our social media, for our Motivate Me YouTube channel, where we're posting video of our trip, and for an application to be on the show. There is also Motivate Me merchandise on our site, as well as the ability to contribute a tank of gas or more to our road trip if you so desire. There are 191 episodes in season one, and season two is going to consist of the journey my crew and I experience as we travel around each of the 50 states interviewing people about passion. When we return, those episodes will air and that will be season three. So let us take you on this journey and let us motivate you 
to take action in your own life. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. This enables us to reach out to more of you. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along.